Let's get real, let's get inspirational, a little bit emotional, and let's shed some sunshine. This is the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Welcome! Good day and happy Friday! It's the weekend, it's still Pride, it's almost over, but hopefully you had a good time and you were safe. Yeah. So today's episode is actually a From the Vault episode that was recorded in 2021. So some of my first ones might be like, what? That's old. That's old news. But we're still going to talk about it. And it's all about gay and queer astrology. And it's just going to be a good time. So enjoy this Stevens version from the vault episode with new friend Colin. Well, hello, Colin. And thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Sunshine Steven. How are you today? I am very well, Sunshine Steven. How are you? I am ready for this. This is, I feel yes, like it's going a good one. Um, <laughs> I just have that feeling. Uh, but yes, thank you, you so too. much uh, for joining me. I don't want to steal your thunder, so I'll let you kind of give a little rundown of who you are and what you're about, um, and then we'll go from there. Sure. Yeah, because there's nothing. There are few things that are more awkward than you than one listening to their bio being read yeah. to them. You're like, you're like, okay, what are you supposed to? I hate it. Uh, my name's Colin. I'm an astrologer. And I have a, a website called QueerCosmos.com, and really my favorite social media platform for it is Instagram, and it's and my account is QueerCosmos on Insta, and I yeah write weekly horoscopes for Cosmo. Uh, I have some books out uh, called A Little Bit of Astrology, Queer Cosmos, The Astrology of Queer Identities and Relationships, and Gemini. If you are a Gemini Sun. And yeah, I've been doing this work for about three years now. I love what I do. My work is pretty much centered on how astrology with other approaches to personal growth could be intersected, especially around individual and relational well-being. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I think often in the personal development crowd, we act like all about me is the spiritual capstone. Self-love, self-care, selfie, self-this, self-that. When really like all the evidence supports the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your relationships. So what are we doing in that quality of the conversation, you know? Something so I need to learn a little bit more. <laughs> Girl, you and I both. I study it for a living. That's the irony. And I still, like, go off and running. And Yeah. Fucking- it's all about me. <laughs> Isn't it? You're it's right. Not. But anyway, so that's my that's what I do. And that's why we're here together to talk about it. Oh, that's so awesome. And you, you said three years. So you've been doing it for three years. Um, yeah, right. Which is- oh, God. No, wait. Excuse me. Four. Oh. Lies. Come this June. You're already lying. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, it's called What is Time? And I'm an astrologer who's terrible at math. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a math person at all. Um, Great. Yeah, I picked sociology as a major just because there's only one math <laughs> requirement. That was it. Fine, yeah. I'll study it. Yeah, yeah I was like, okay, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Four, so four years. And one of those years, <laughs> a pandemic. So interesting yeah. for sure. Um, I'm sure a lot of yes. people were, uh, I'm not even sure. I, I know people were seeking a lot of answers probably yeah. during 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was rough. Did you see yeah. a big shift from previous years to 2020s? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Stephen. And 
it's interesting. So I believe that astrology could be helpful for prediction and forecasting. Mm -hmm. I do, but I don't tarry in that too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want my work to feel like I'm making the uncertain certain. And sometimes I think prediction tries to do that. Yeah. But everybody knew 2020 would be an unforgettable year. Yeah. And something actually went down on January 12th. Uh, which we were looking ahead for really since 2016 was the first time that I heard about it. It was the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. And what that means in layman's terms for people who were new to this conversation is essentially that there would be a significant renovation and almost mm -hmm. devolution through, through destruction of, of particular structures in society around economy, around health, around separation and borders and a whole new way of living in life. And we knew that was coming. We just didn't know how. Oh, people wow. were suggesting civil war. People were uh, suggesting the assassination of President Trump. So there was a lot of different qualities, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and we had almost all three, but yeah, yeah. COVID really, you know, just... we, we were prepared for this in a lot of ways, actually. Yeah. Rona came out of nowhere, but kind of not out of nowhere and was like, hey. right. <laughs> yeah, we knew it was going to be something. Something. We, no, I mean, I, yeah, I, nobody predicted a global pandemic. Yeah. Ugh. We just knew it was something that come the end of 2020, we would be living in a different world. Yeah. And we, I mean, we totally are. Yeah. Even now it's <laughs> yeah. ever changing. Yes. So totally that, day by day. That damn and Rona. all this to say, yeah, the damn Rona, <laughs> the work definitely increased. And uh, I, I, I was really grateful that I had work that felt really meaningful and purposeful, right? Yeah. Especially because I think that's what felt so catastrophic for folks was like, what's my work? Why, why does this matter? You know? Right. So I'm really grateful that I had work like this to put uh, meaningful, hopefully clarifying services to folks. Mm -hmm. And it's just been really nonstop ever since. Oh, good. That's always, that's yeah. good to hear though. Kind of yeah. on those lines, I guess, what, what would you say like the highlights and the best part of your job? Hmm. I think I'm a nosy person, so I yeah. just love listening to people's stories, right? Yeah, and, uh, you know, who doesn't love just, like, sipping the tea, listening to what people are saying? Right. Uh, so, really, I think the best part of the work, truly, is listening to real stories that give validity and reverence to the resilience and the capabilities and the agency and the hope of the human spirit. I mean, mm. I hear those every day, Stephen, which mm. is, like, amazing, because then it validates and supports and strengthens the faith that I have in this work mm -hmm. so that's extraordinary and then what really makes me laugh is because i kind of see myself as like somebody who's just applying certain theories in the field and seeing whether or not they're pr they're true or untrue mm -hmm. and i just laugh hysterically at how true people are related to the quality of their astrology right you know it's just like certain stories and certain experiences and like oh my god this is so funny you could not be more pisces if you wanted to be right or something so that's really my amazing <laughs> but me too with Gemini. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I, if I don't get into trouble today, something's not right. Um, but no, it's just been, it, that's been really wonderful about the work is like listening and connecting. And just my life feels really full mm. and, and just very full because of how many people I have to meet in this work. So yeah. I'm really grateful for it. That's always good when, when people that are actual people, people, that's so many peoples in there, but actual people, people yeah, get to no work with that. people, you know, that's, that's always nice. Yes. Um, yes. And it's yes. fulfilling, I'm sure, 
feeds your oh. soul. At least you you seem like you're pretty happy with it. So <laughs> that's always good. Yeah. You're like Sunday on the week. <laughs> I know. Well, definitely today, because like I said, it's my first day back from a week long vacation. Oh, so I've had some space from the work a little bit. Yeah. But no, I love you said about the people people for the people yeah yeah and the fact that i get to do that because that's when i would get in trouble in my earlier jobs when i actually had a job to do but i couldn't do it because it was too busy asking people to call their mother and figure out what time they were born yeah and i was like you can't do that in exactly this job. so yeah <laughs> i like that i have a place to really go there with others and yeah uh, just discuss some really central topics that are pivotal to the human experience. No, definitely. Yeah. And something that you're passionate yeah. about. That's always, that's always inspiring to me when people get to work with, you know, whatever they're passionate about in that field. So yeah. that's yeah. awesome. I'm Living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yes. No, I really, I don't want to be like uh, self-depreciation. I'm just totally grateful for it because I do yeah. really, I really, every day I wake up and just go, I cannot believe this is what I get to do. Yeah. But that's awesome. And that, but that's good though. It keeps you grounded and you're not like, <laughs> you know, right. get used to it. Get yeah. Used to it. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, cause no, you just never know. It. Yeah. Um, that's, that's always good though. But um, you did hint on it a little bit. So I'm super excited. I am a Pisces. Yes. But it, and it's so weird. Cause my husband's a Pisces too, but I always say that he's, that's a, right. bad, he's a bad Pisces. I feel like, because I'm the Why? emotional crier and he's the one that's like ill what are you doing <laughs> like i've seen him cry probably right, three, four right. times and i'm like i don't okay. know what happened with his wiring with his piscesness mm -hmm. but we are like uh, total opposites so i don't know what happened um, okay you're like can you just confirm can that you confirm he that born? he's not a robot <laughs> <laughs> well actually was have you ever done his chart or uh, your chart the sun moon rising I've done my chart. I haven't done his because he he's, oh. again, he's one of those people that's like, nah, I don't really care about that stuff. <laughs> I know, but just like, can you just find out what time you were born, please? Right, like, exactly. And see if he has Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn in his chart. Maybe some air energy. Not because they are emotional stoics, but mm -hmm. they just experience emotion differently. Okay. He yeah, totally so, does. Hot, yeah, hot take. I literally just recorded a video about this. So I'm so glad we're talking about this in real time. But yeah, I really believe that every single zodiac sign presents an emotional quality differently, uh, particularly like when we look at elements. So, mm -hmm. and this based on the work uh, out of the University of West Alabama, they defined emotion, I thought really beautifully, as a pattern involving a, subject, a subjective emotional experience, mm -hmm. a behavioral response, and a, a linguistic response, and a physiological mm -hmm. response. So there are actually four ways that we experience emotion. You're saying, oh, I'm so I, I get crying, and he doesn't yeah. know what to do. You're in, the, you're in the subjective emotional experience. Right. His response is the behavioral one, which is, and? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop what he, a little bitch. <laughs> exactly, right. Like that's, I'm telling you, he's got earth somewhere. Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn, you heard it here first. Yeah. But that is an emotional response because mm -hmm. what it's teaching you and him is, okay, Stephen, you might be wounded or upset in this area, mm -hmm. but what would it mean for you to not react from the mm -hmm. wound or, or the upset? Oh, What's the space between an external stimulus, something's upsetting me, and the behavior I choose to choose? Mm -hmm. yeah that's wild anyway yeah. i need to <laughs> that's wild what? that's wild girl. wild okay. what other pisces tea would you like to spit <laughs> oh my god well i've dated a few 
I know we a lot. Time you got. <laughs> a lot? We a, a lot? A, a, a lot is an understatement, sweetie. I like that you're minimizing it uh, for yeah. a sense of humor. No, yeah. I love Pisces. I love Pisces. They're so sweet. Very sweet. Uh, the Pisces tea that I have is because they tend to dwell in, again, the subjective emotional experience, which they have to, they have to. I'm not telling them, oh, yeah. you know, a bird, a bird has to fly. You got to do this. A right? Pisces got to cry. A Pisces got to cry, a bird got to fly. Like, yep. oh, just came out the song, whatever. Boom. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> we should do like one for each Zodiac sign. Yes. So my uh, suggestion for Pisces is, well, then it becomes, how do you apply the linguistic analysis? Mm. I think sometimes with Pisces, the emotionals, the emotions become so collapsed and they don't know how to discern what am I feeling and with what level of specificity mm -hmm. do I need to be naming this for somebody to understand exactly what I'm feeling because uh, psychologists have determined that there's a high correlation between a low level of emotional granularity, which essentially means you don't know the difference between your emotions mm. and you don't know how to name it. Mm. And that that's correlation to maladaptive mental health patterns. Mm -hmm. And so I'm constantly telling my Pisces, use your words or get out of my way. Yeah. Because you don't have the luxury. You don't have the luxury, sweetie. Yep. But anyway, so you wanted the tea, that's it. And then it's they tell true. me, shut the fuck up, Gemini. <laughs> yeah. And stop trying to process and fix and go into problem solving. Maybe I'm just having a bad day. I don't want to hear a TED talk on it. Yeah. Do you ever think about that? Oh, like, no. So, <laughs> it's right. very much, yeah. So enter, yeah, enter the dynamic, but that's the Pisces tea that I have. Use your words. Yeah, which is a struggle. <laughs> it is, right. There's and again- been so many times my friends or my husband's like, oh, so you're upset, so you're just going to give me the silent treatment for two days? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> But, right, figure it out. And then what, yeah. I gotta crawl between the lines, do some Mission Impossible shit. It's yep. like, no, if you feel something, say something. Otherwise, like, because again, you dwell in a subjective emotional experience. Good, mm -hmm. teach and demonstrate that. But then remember, if there are three other qualities of emotion mm -hmm. that need to be tended to, you're essentially driving a car with one tire. Yeah, oh, very true, yeah. So it's like, what about language? What about physiological responses? What about behavior? And if you're not operating with all four tires, you're not driving the car. Yeah. You're stuck on the side of the road crying <laughs> and not using your crying. words, Pisces. And, right. They're right. Exactly. Shit. So, but, and I love it because again, everybody's how everybody has their shit. Yeah. You know, and some fire signs are very physiologically inclined. And so they can be really impulsive because they felt something, feelings, mm. right, in their body and they're doing something destructive and they bounce back because the feeling passes and yet mm -hmm. they just burn a house down. Yeah. And everyone's <laughs> like, where did you get off thinking you could do that? Just burn a house down. So anyway. Yeah. Right. I'm glad you wanted to. Yeah. But uh, now we don't have a house. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone's got their jacket, but it's all about bringing them all together, I would Right. Say. No, definitely. Um, I don't know if that answered your question, but oh, it totally did. Yeah, I, I'm just always curious. I'm always fascinated with. I mean, I guess the other signs are cool, but Pisces are my favorite now. So, oh, are they? I know because you did marry one. So I, I know that's the way it goes. And I didn't even. I, I and it's. I don't even. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think back to my exes. I don't know. I don't even remember. I'm actually. I'm, right. I. What yeah, seriously though, because I'm actually writing my memoirs right now, and I interviewed three of my exes. And uh, to be fair, I gave them a questionnaire of like, answer this about me. 
and like I knew I was like let me drink some wine when I read the responses only which surprisingly my ex-girlfriend was the only one that like read me to filth but I kind of was like ah I deserved it I (laughs) didn't treat her very nicely so um but in that I said you know one of the questions was like do you remember my birthday and I don't think any of them did but I only remembered her birthday so I don't I'm trying to think I don't remember what's her birthday Hers was February 28th. Another fucking Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> and she's the oh, only yeah. one I remember. Oh. The, the other two. Right. Uh, I know. Oh, I know. I know one. My ex-fiance's was in May. May. But I don't know when. I want to say. No, it was. I think it's May 11th. Because one year it fell on. Um, Mother's Day. Mother's Day. And I got a speeding ticket. And the cop thought I was trying to cry to get out of the ticket and I was like no my mom died when I was 16 I'm actually crying on Mother's Day and he was like whatever you're getting a ticket you're just trying to cry to get out of it I was like I'm really not officer (laughs) I'm sorry that that happened and very Pisces everything collapsing everything collapsing at once but (laughs) I I got a lot of uh like shade from it and um because I posted and was like I knew I hated this day for a reason talking about Mother's Day but everybody was like uh-huh. oh you're talking about your ex-fiance that y'all just broke up last week and I was like no I was talking about Mother's Day guys like but that's fine and get yeah. your head out of your ass so yeah. your ex-fiance is a Taurus P.S. Ew I don't Taurus. like no I'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> you know who you are oh <laughs> uh, I actually see Taurus Pisces match a ton because they're all about like connection, compassion, pleasure, joy, intimacy, security. But do they last? <laughs> in my well, you experience. Know you know what it is? I find with that match, there's a very low threshold for discomfort among them both. And so when they come together, they almost reinforce the thinking of if I'm uncomfortable, it's your problem rather than what makes me think I'm entitled to comfort because you're not our whole relationship <laughs> it's your fault right what about two pisces you made me uncomfortable i mean shit you tell me what's what are you thinking and feeling i mean i would love to date another gemini but i've never had the luxury i uh, i think a while back and the only reason why i remember it is because they put um lyrics actually um Oh my God. to p- pair them up and they said with two Pisces that it could either be really good or really bad and so they used Taylor Swift lyrics and said um, uh, it could go down in flames. Blank flames. I was like is it blank space? Oh. Yeah so I was like oh interesting oh and this God. this is actually right before me and my, my now husband started dating because I was like interested I said let me not date another person that's the same sign as my ex and then I was like oh he's a Pisces and then I looked that up and I was like oh it could be either really good or really bad and where do you think you're at where do you think you're at with the is it really good divorce babes divorce (laughs) wanted to take a moment spoiler alert it went down in flames y'all processing divorce as we speak so the next couple <laughs> next couple moments are pretty hysterical to me in hindsight but you know like kelly clarkson said red flag collector go stream chemistry think it's my it's really good yeah no uh, my pick choice it's yeah. really great he's in the room um no <laughs> 
he no it's it's really good but i will say uh marriage is a challenge so yeah. not everything's gonna be great and perfect and beautiful and sunshine 100 percent. yeah so reading it it made it seem like it's gonna be the perfect most like storybook romance or it's gonna be complete shit and i was like it's very realistic oh, you know yeah story that's still okay. a love story with intermittent bouts of yeah <laughs> but yeah, not <laughs> i'm gonna kill him yeah of uh, wanting yeah, to you know what? murder or get your you know like you stay in that room i'm gonna go in this room and watch that my makes, own show <laughs> that makes sense and that's actually why like again i love talking about relational theory and astrology because i find that a lot of astrologers are ungrounded in a basic understanding of relational psychodynamics mm-hmm. and a lot of relational experts are ungrounded in the role of the psyche and the spirit and the soul mm-hmm. so i i try to bring them together in a sense where for example for people writing compatibility analysis on zodiac signs a lot of that is predicated on what's called the uncertainty reduction theory mm-hmm. insofar as when we minimize uncertainty in relationships that will make us more successful and or if there is a relationship, if too much contradiction and pose opposition and polarity, it's mm-hmm. incompatible, right? Wow. right? That's what astrology says. When in fact, experts in the field of relating say the complete opposite is true. That in the presence of contradiction, opposition and polarity is the foundation of a relationship because too much sameness, too much similarity. Yes. Hello not only is it an anti-aphrodisiac, but there's no opportunity for growth. Yes. But if you have too much polarity, opposition, and contradiction, you can't have any security and safety and foundation relationships. So what does it mean for us to leverage? And that's, what, that's what's in front of the most progressive thinking on relationships is how do we leverage these contradictions and not see them as necessarily a problem that needs to be solved, but an energy that just needs to be leveraged. Right. No, totally yeah. makes sense. I totally, yeah. Too much... If we were too much alike, it would be hella boring. <laughs> yeah. And again, no sex. Yeah. No it, sex. It would be no thank you. No, ma'am. Mm-mm. Boring. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Off the top, do you know who um, Pisces are least compatible with? I and actually really? don't believe in like, oh, you don't? Or least. No, I think every single you're like, oh, fine. No, I was like, why? I, think, I was like trying to think but, who's my world, my nemesis in life, and I wonder if they're that sign. But I really, I don't really have yeah. anybody. I think I'm so great. Zodiac, awesome. Everybody sorry. loves me. Everybody loves me. I don't know that. Um, yeah. No, I think every zodiac sign has the potential to connect really beautifully with other zodiac signs. It's just a matter of, again, really seeing the other person for who they are, what they yeah. stand for, their values, right, their boundaries, where they want to improve, and then connecting with you and say like how am i doing in these departments um right. but i love all of the zodiac matches i really do okay good yeah i mean i guess i, I should don't. not be so <laughs> full of myself and no like... let's <laughs> investigate it see what works right this is just my theory i claim no, no monopoly on you know the merit of astrological relating right but uh, i don't know but i really believe that we could all learn to because i think that what we've been seduced into the discourse that relationships should be effortless you should agree with me on everything you know if you if you disagree or make me uncomfortable it's a problem when relationships are effortful and all the opposite is true according to the leading research so then what exactly yes took me about 26 years to figure that out 
yeah, right. Because God, we didn't learn this in fucking middle and elementary school. Oh, no. Quadratic equations. Yeah, that you'll never use ever. Yeah, right. No, no thanks a lot, America. I yeah, know. this math you'll 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 use this in your everyday life, bitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, were you also kind of imitating El Woods from Legally Blonde? <laughs> Maybe. I feel comfortable using legal jargon in everyday life. <laughs> Is that what I was hearing? I love me some Elwoods. Me too. So She's much. a Gemini though. So just like, just want to announce that. Okay. I need to look more into Gemini's because um, have you watched the show Shit's Creek? Of course. Okay, good. Just, <laughs> I figured, but um, so the, the actor that plays Patrick. Gemini. He's a Gemini, and he just released he an, album an album called Gemini, and I was like, "Oh, he's a Gemini. I need to look." And I don't know because I love his music. Yeah. So, oh, I know. And I his what is his song? You speak in my language, and oh, like, yeah, 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 Gemini language. It's all about that quality, yeah. And because this character that he's singing to speaks his language, he says, "You have a monopoly on me." A very Gemini. I know. Yes, I know. There is a Pisces. In, there is a Pisces in the cast. Do you know who it is? Is it? No. Go ahead. No, I'm trying to think. What? It's not Dan Levy, is it? Nope. Not going. Um. Now I feel bad because I'm forgetting the actor's name or actress name. Who plays Alexa? Not her. It's not her. Is it Catherine O'Hara? It is. I fi- that was my first gut instinct, but then I was like, no, Don't that's that's too much. Don't betray your gut uh, instinct. I yeah. literally, I was like, it has to be her, but then I don't know. I, I wonder when her birthday. I want to say I know that her because her birthday, I want to say, is in March then. Oh, there we go. Because yep. my birthday is in March. And <laughs> so, <laughs> duh. So, duh. Right. Duh. No, the fun about that whole cast, and this is what, because my brother, God bless, he's a straight boy who loves astrology because now he gets it, right? <laughs> and um, when I was talking to him about why that show works, because he loves it too, the vast majority of the cast, all mutable signs, Gemini, Sag, Virgo, Pisces. And so there's adaptability, there's mm-hmm. lightheartedness, there's levity, there's making it just look so easy too there's this like effortless presentation yes that is so mutable the only fixed sign is dan levy he's a leo so everybody else is a mutable sign like but the entire cast except him it's kind of crazy that's wild i mean i know and he's like the star and writer and creator and like yeah, and enter Leo. Like, of yeah. course, like, I'm the sun, I'm ruled by the sun, like, I make it look easy and I'm glamorous. Like, it's cool. Yeah. But yeah, we mm. love that show in our family. Yeah. I know. It's, a, it's a really we good show. It. Um, it is. It is. Uh, before I go into my next question, you did mention your books. So let's talk about your books a little bit, too. Sure. What do you want to share okay. about, though? How many do you have? How long did they take? Three books. Yeah. That's a lot. Um, it's a lot. <laughs> how long did it how was the process like uh, fill it? Uh, you're like you know it what? was awful <laughs> can i just say so you know how the symbol of the gemini uh is the twins mm-hmm. i am a gemini and a fraternal twin i have a twin sister named courtney oh and yeah and she actually lives in the south she lives in charlotte north carolina i just moved from parents. there oh you did i wonder if i ever ran into her <laughs> 
You probably did. She's a loud mouth, so you probably <laughs> did. And you, and you turned it around. Um, no, so I'm like, who's that loud bitch in here in Target? Right. right? <laughs> oh my god, she would be in Target yelling. I came in here for three things, and I'm spending four fifty. How did yeah, this happen? Exactly. Probably the so, Midtown Target. <laughs> oh, it might have been. Wait a minute. I'm gonna Google this and find out because I think she lives near that one. So related to my sister, she got pregnant in uh, October. Uh, November, December of 2017 mm-hmm. and had a baby nine months later. I was actually offered my book deal in December of 2017 and had, and the book came out a few weeks after my niece was born. So y'all both had so a baby. We both had a baby. So you want to know about the process of having a ba- of writing a book? It's you're delivering a baby. Oh my word. That's, that's so is. cool. Yeah. So twins I'm having babies. <laughs> twins having babies. She just, I had a book. She had a baby. Yeah. And, uh, we we basically it's what it is it's a gestation period you're pregnant with the book it's not ready for you know labor and delivery Mm -hmm. it's a whole thing but it was they were so in they were really grounding for me i wrote them during my saturn return i don't know if you're familiar with that concept but it's something that happens at 2930 what i only know it because Katy perry uses it in a song and she says oh okay (laughs) she does she does uh 28 Okay, so you're like just staring down your Saturn return. Yeah, so, well, essentially what it asks for you is radical responsibility and ownership of every single part you play in results you're not happy with. Oh, okay, I could do that. I could work with that. Yeah. Approach everything from a space of let me take 100% ownership of who I am, the part that I'm playing, which means no blame, no offload, no contempt, criticizing, point your finger out. I would be different if, look at what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I can't because they, mm-hmm. okay. total, total accountability. Yeah. And if you're, that. if you have that in your, in your approach to life management, you'll be a-okay. Okay, cool. But all this to say, I wrote those books during it and it was like a lot. And I was like, okay, no, I can do this. I gotta just try. And uh, it was wonderful. It was really, it also pushed me in the direction of the ast- astrology and mm-hmm. romantic and relating. So oh. I was really about that. Yeah. That's really awesome. That's yeah, okay. thanks. It's always nice to hear people's backstories with writing books because I'm trying so hard to do that. And it's scary. It's a lot. <laughs> it is scary. But you know what? It's, it, it, I hated it the whole time. Yep. <laughs> so I wasn't like, oh my God, this is so much fun. This I is so easy. It. Like, this is great. Right. Yeah. No. I was like, why do I say yes to these things? Yeah. I hate this. And then, oh my God, Stephen, I had, oh my gosh, in the contract, it said 75,000 words was how long it needed to be. I know. Goodbye. Okay. No. Goodbye. <laughs> but I read it. I go, oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's not that I could do that. Right. And I submit the book. Thinking like, I was way, I didn't even look at the words, word count. <laughs> right, right. I was at 35, half, half. Okay. I'd be like, JK, this is just. <laughs> right, you know what it is? It's a preview. Yeah. <laughs> for the proof. Yeah. So I just wanted to see. This and, is where our mind's going. <laughs> right, like, so that we could just edit it as we go along. Along, yeah. It. Here's no. half now, half later. <laughs> right. Like that's how book advances work, you know? Yeah. No, they were like, we want 80,000 words by such and such date. So I had to double it. It 
scared the shit out of me. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, oh, it's a lot of words. You don't realize yeah. how much for people that are like, I don't understand. Like, that's a lot of words. Yeah. It was 380 pages double spaced. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. So it was just, it was a lot. And I, again, I hated my life the entire time. So Godspeed in this endeavor. I, you know, a lot of people say, I know how you feel, but they don't know how you feel. I legitimately know how you feel. And I wish you peace in this adventure. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Me too. It does, it literally right. sounds like a pregnancy though, because... It I, is. I don't care what the movies and sh- TV shows. I've been around a lot of pregnant women, and they're like, <laughs> "No, <laughs> like your bodies, I, I know, yeah, they doing all this it. shit that you hate, and you're like, I don't like this. <laughs> this is not fun." Sucks. And then you have the baby, and you're like, oh, "Okay, I guess it was worth it," but I never want to go through that again. <laughs> and that's if anybody ever asked me to write a book, I'd say the same thing. No, yeah. no, yeah. I'm not pregnant with a book right now. But man, should I say yes? I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. I do not have book fever right now. No, thank you. Right, right. I'm book fever for real. But no, there's a. You should actually. Do you do anything around uh, the artist way, or have you heard of the artist way? I have not, but I can totally check that out. Okay, so Stephen, listen. I was totally Serious against work. this for a long time. Yeah, and but it there's a lot of efficacy around rituals and routines for mm-hmm. unlocking the creative potential, right? Mm-hmm. Because what, and she, she was, a, she is a Pisces, the author of the, the artist way. Love Julie her Cameron. already. Love her already. Get this on Amazon. <laughs> the dogs are barking, same day delivery. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but no, so she takes the stance that everybody is born creative. Everybody is born creative. Right. And then I love this idea. And she says, and using our creativity is our gift back to God. That's so nice. Beautiful. I know. And so what does it mean for us to utilize the creative gifts that we received from God? And then how do we give it back mm. through utilizing them? And, yeah. just, and she has a pretty deliberate curriculum about it where we have to write three pages every day, just freehand journaling, oh, getting goodness. our words to paper. Yeah, it's a lot of work, but you know what? Yeah. I think what it would do is flex the Pisces muscle of like, okay, so this is what it means. Three pages every day of just nonstop communication. It's the same quality of like, if I were to go to the gym and I needed to, I don't know, practice God only knows whatever what. Gyms, whatever people whatever you do, do in gyms. <laughs> Okay. But like, I couldn't expect to compete in that yeah. if I wasn't taking it to the gym every day, five Very to true. six days a week. It's the same with writing. It's the muscle that we can that we can train and almost build tolerance against Mm. gravity, against the gravity of low thinking, against the gravity of crisis of confidence, against the gravity of comparison, scarcity. I'm not good enough because we're flexing it every day with something like this. And I think it really optimizes our creative receptivity. I'll definitely, I'll have to check it out. I I wrote it down. Yes, The Artist Way by Julia Cameron. I like just started so we can do it together. Oh, yeah. I see it in school. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. I was talking to one of my my best friend yesterday. We were talking, and we were like, sometimes we wish we were back in school. And I was like, yeah, but like a light course work. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I'm like, mm, like, mm. where'd you go to school? Uh, Jacksonville University, Jacksonville in Florida. Yes, which yes, is where okay, I'm at I'm now. Just... So you go ahead, no, take it, a dig no, at it. No, <laughs> I would never. I am not the New Yorker that thinks there's no place outside of his state. 
<laughs> I don't even have to say it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't even really. It's implied, <laughs> right, bitch? It's guaranteed. I don't really know a lot about Florida to, to be honest, but I also it's miss a, school every. It's a wild place. <laughs> I'm glad you're there, though. Gaying it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad because I'm sure they could use more Technicolored representation. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. There's pockets. Pockets of rainbows okay. here, but... Pockets of rainbows. Overall. Oh. Yeah. It's the yeah. small towns that are scary and, you know, you have alligators and meth heads, but that's, that's crazy. The point. <laughs> alligators and meth heads. And yeah. 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 I love it. Literally. Florida in a nutshell. <laughs> Wait, what is your sun, moon, rising? Do you have Libra somewhere? Um... I have to pull out my co-star. Please, please. <laughs> to see, because I'm horrible and I do not remember all these things. I, I think you could have Libra and Aries, I'm going to say. Okay. Oh, God, I don't even know how to read this. Okay, I went to my chart. <laughs> I, wait. So, Go ahead. It says Sun in Pisces, Moon in Aries. Uh, what did I say? One or the other. I said Libra or Aries. Uh, okay, what else? Uh, is it Ascendant in Pisces? Oh, you're a Pisces Ascendant too. Okay, yeah. Mercury in Pisces. Oh, wow, yeah. Venus in Aries. Oh, yeah, I knew there was Aries somewhere. Mars in Cancer. Nice. Jupiter in Libra. Oh, and there was the Libra. Okay. <laughs> and Saturn in Aquarius. Yes. Yeah. Uranus. Uh, Uranus and Capricorn. Capricorn. Neptune and Capricorn and Pluto and Scorpio. Nept- yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's because of the year you were born. Oh, I was like, what? Oh my God, oh, he's psychic. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. No, I, I literally was like, <gasps> you could have been like, yeah, I know. And I would have believed I know. it. I, wa- I wanted to, but like, I did. I can't. But I did know that you had Aries in your chart. I fucking, I felt Libra at first. So what does that mean? That- I really need to be better at studying, <laughs> clearly. No, no, no. Listen, you, you have a lot to do. So like, you know, prioritize the essentials here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So no, I felt the Libra sense of humor that you had. I felt okay. the Libra sense of humor. Right, because there is like a good little amount of like shade and delicacy and like right. Little, I don't have to tell you you're ugly because you know you're ugly. Yeah, exactly. Right? I already to, talked to my therapist about right. that. So, yeah, right. <laughs> good, great. Okay, so noted. Um, and then also with your moon in Aries, I felt that immediately too. Just like really courageous, really funny, kind of combative, and like you don't Stop. you don't mind like throwing a few punches yeah, to no. like get the conversation. <laughs> going right and my best friend has your moon sign so when i'm around other aries moons i'm just like look what the cat dragged in <laughs> look at that thing <laughs> god i love it i love we're just it sitting, oh. we're sitting there with the drink like hello <laughs> right i know just like being annoying no right. i love exactly it. I, lo- I love aries moons probably more than any other moon sign oh good okay sunshine steven so well, put you. that in your pipe and smoke it it I is will. my favorite moon <laughs> Yeah, because it's just fun. I have yeah. so much fun with Aries moons. It's just like turn up the volume, dance, get crazy, let loose, fight some bitches, cry about it. Yeah, like it's literally great. my weekends. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And every time I'm out with my Aries moon best friend, I'm like, will I make it? Yeah. Like, will I make? It? 
Like, is this my last week? Is this it? <laughs> right. <laughs> this is all. This is all, folks. <laughs> like, right. So but she, she's, she's the love of my life. I had so much fun with her. So okay. I love her. Yeah. Oh, look at us go! I right, know. Right, right, Learn right. something about myself every day. Um, speaking of awesome people, <laughs> I always like to ask, who inspires you? But who? Is- you don't have to pick well, a person. Right. In your family, you don't have to feel obligated because I've had people be like, oh, I, if I don't say my grandma, she's going to be mad at me. And I'm like, fuck grandma. She'll oh, be yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. No, say, yeah. say whoever. You could say whoever, <laughs> or I people have corrected me and be like, a group of people, like, oh, people that, uh, I don't know, lunch ladies or whoever, like a group of people. Like, you, you don't have to pinpoint one person people. and be like, this one. Got it. This no bitch. pressure. I'm ready. Okay. Um, you know, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of my friend right now. Her name is Ms. Chartreuse, and she's an astrologer and a student of A Course in Miracles. And oh. we met at an astrology conference, and I love her very much because she just has a way of really seeing people mm-hmm. as as separate from her. You know, a lot of us like to hotwire our perception of other people because of who they are and what they do to us and for mm-hmm. us. But she's so removed from all that. She could just see people in this most beautiful way. And she said something to me today about one of my late friends. And uh, I was just so touched by that. She, one of my best friends who passed away, she's from England. Mm. And I I have to teach in England virtually. I wish I could go back. I have to teach in England next Sunday. And she goes, oh, you're going back to Tansy land because her name was Tansy. And like, I I just thought that was like, you know, it's just, it was that that way of like honoring a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's, yeah. that's always hard. So that really inspired me. I was like, wow, I hope other people feel that seen by me uh, based on how well she does it. My mother actually is very similar in that regard. She's so relational. She's just so beautiful and so kind and supportive to literally everybody that she meets. And then on probably the level of a public figure, it would be uh, Dr. Brittany Brown. Oh. Yeah, so she oh, is. Yeah. Yeah, so probably those three, just because what I love about Brené Brown's research is she's a social worker. She inspired this whole new conversation about vulnerability and shame, and she is so grounded and meticulous in her analysis, but very creative, funny, has a lot of levity to her, and I think that's kind of the the template that I want to have as well, is I want bitches to know that I'm not talking off the top of my head, you know, and like, we're going to learn if we're talking, you know what I'm saying? But like, if I hear da da da, and baby one more time starts, it's game over. It's we're dancing. Give me the dollar bills, yeah. <laughs> right, yo, forget it. For fuck, like, if I hear, I need my pigtails. <laughs> right, I know. I'm gonna just like do that. Right, exactly. Do the whole gay boy thing. T-shirt, exactly. And I'll be like, hit it, Steven, and we'll do the whole yes. thing. Yes. Oh, um, yes. But Brene does that beautifully. It's like there's this quality of levity and humor but she is a doctor of social work so it's like don't get it twisted yeah I'm funny okay but i'm not but the I'm educated the funny bitch <laughs> and you know what i actually because you were talking about dolly parton mm-hmm. she also has a similar template i love me she dolly. fucking does you know she Jeez. knows the glamour mm-hmm. the the entertainment she knows how to give the people what they want mm-hmm. but if she's in on the joke you can't joke at her oh yeah and she's in on the joke. Exactly. Right. No, I know. And so I love that for her. And she works hard. So I love that template. She yeah. works nine to five. That's right. 
Wait, and I want to do the nails that she did. I know. I can never. Patty LaBelle. Ugh, iconic. I love Nisa. I know. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. And it's not that I never liked her before, but you know, in New York, we don't we don't listen to countries or stars. That's not really our cup of tea. Like we just knew of her. We're just like, wow, she's amazing. Right. Well, and then me growing like, up white trash. <laughs> Dolly Parton was in our like educational. Icon. <laughs> I know my niece gets books from her because my niece was born in Charlotte, North Carolina. And Dolly does the, I'll send you a free book every month until you're two years old. Oh. For all Southern kids. Did you know that? I did not know that. I want to be two it's now. Like, <laughs> I know. It's called like the Dolly Parton Library or something. And that she sends awesome. children born in the American South a book once a month until they're like one or two years old. Free book every month. She is so, I, not to mention Moderna. Thank you. Because what? She, was, was, she funded Moderna's no, the she vaccine. Didn't. Yeah. She donated a million dollars to. Fund. I was so I was a little upset because I got Pfizer and I was like I really wanted the Dolly Parton. One, oh my god! I cannot wait to tell my brother that we got the Dolly Parton. Vaccine. You got the Dolly. Parton. That's why when you said it earlier, I was like, bitch, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you got the Dolly one, but whatever. Like, weird, bitch. Wow. Yeah. They were like, sorry, well, we only have Pfizer, and I was like, risk it <laughs> or <laughs> wait or I was like, no, I guess I'll be safe and go with it. <laughs> I fucking love that I got that. I'm sorry, you just made my day because it took me out, sweetie. I was like doing fine and two hours later, not doing fine. Not doing fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I was really I thought I was stoned. I was trying to write a yeah. horoscope and I forgot what astrology was. Like, what's this? What? <laughs> New moons. Right. What's the sign after Aries? I was like, I gotta go to bed. Yeah, I gotta go to bed. Exactly. Nope. What are stars? <laughs> right. I don't know. And then I went into this existential like Crisis. Oh my god, am I lying? Am I a fake? <laughs> <laughs> the drama is real. And then yeah. I just said, girl, you're just post you're post-vaccinated, like calm down. Yeah. And then I wrote it later. But anyway, sorry that I got the Dolly vaccine and you didn't. Okay. In well, the north, no less. Moving on. Uh <laughs> right. the, north, the north has won again. It's fine. <laughs> I know. I was whatever. I'm better. Whatever. At least I didn't get the Johnson Johnson. Um, <laughs> so. I would have loved that one, but continue, continue, continue. I'm being so annoying. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Uh, so the next part, I, I'm not going to read them all. People always, because I usually go, oh, I have 70, which I actually added to. So 77 random questions and people are like, bitch, I ain't got all day, but I'm not reading right. them all. <laughs> okay. Random questions, rapid fire. Sure. You just go with it. Rapid fire. Are okay. you ready? Bitch, I was born ready. Okay, if you say so. We'll okay. see. <laughs> Who would play you in a movie about your life? Dan Levy. No. <laughs> Just because he said him. We have similar eyebrows. Yeah. Right? I yeah. thought you were going to be like Meryl Streep. She could do anything. <laughs> oh, Meryl Streep. No, Dan Levy. Because my brother's always like, you dress like him. I'm like, I don't know. Whatever. You're like, okay, and? Stylish right, I love iconic. it. Kills. Right. <laughs> Wow. You have my you have the Aries humor, you do. It's like, funny because you're like, go ahead. My brother, I have a, a, a hetero brother as well. <laughs> and he tried my life a month ago. He sent me a Snapchat of Shit's Creek and he was like, This show's so funny. Have you heard of it? Bitch, have I heard of it? Heard of it? 
I'm already planning me and Dan Levy running away if my husband accidentally dies in an accident at work or something. Like, accidentally <laughs> dies in an accident or you yep. kill him? Okay, right. I knew where you were going with that. Where the Harry. police show up and I'm in like this 1920s oh robe, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> not my Pass husband. That. Pass that on the grass, collecting life insurance and running. Exactly. Away like, oh, anyways, what was his life insurance through? Somebody get Dan <laughs> Levy on the phone. Um, <laughs> Next question. I love it. I love it. Go ahead. Sorry. Do you collect anything? And if so, what? No. You don't? There's There's been no. a lot of people that are like, nope, I don't believe in it. <laughs> I don't believe in it. And I, I just don't. It. Right. I just... The only thing I really collect is books, which is normal, but Toms. I have right. way too many Toms. Oh, cute. Okay. Um, if you... <laughs> this is always a good one. If you had a catchphrase, what would it be? <sighs> not for nothing but am i right or am i right <laughs> or it was good seeing me <laughs> oh okay that's come on that's good Continue that's a good one me. yeah that's a good that's a solid se- all right yeah it was good seeing me can't say the same about y'all um <laughs> what is one thing on your bucket list hmm to go to Thailand. Oh. Yeah, Thailand would yeah. be a lot of fun. I feel like the what food about you? Um, I always, if we're going the traveling route, I've always told, although it's really sad. I've, I, I've lived a very sheltered life. I haven't traveled really anywhere much. I've never even been to New York. That's- I know. Um, <laughs> people are always like, oh my Wow, God. he tells me this at the end. Wow. I know. I've never even been on an airplane. That's how okay. little I've traveled. <laughs> so, but I've been okay. on a big boat to go to another country. Um, but I've always wanted to go to Greece just to live my best Mamma Mia fantasy and frolic and overalls. Oh, <laughs> I hope you get there. Oh, I, I do hope too. you get there. My husband's oh. like, I'll go with you, but like, I'll I'll stay in the hotel room while you go. And I'm just like, full on be like all right village people like let's go right dancing queen is on let's go (laughs) probably get locked up listen if um if you go please let me know when i'll meet you there i'm always looking for an excuse to go to greece yeah (laughs) be like share in the second movie just come from a helicopter all right yes that's the number seven (laughs) i don't want to steal your thunder but right (laughs) but you're like but that's a really good idea (laughs) <laughs> I will steal your thunder. No, yeah. I will totally let you have your moment. Okay. But I'll I will meet you in Greece anytime, any night. Done. I'm so ready for it. Great. Um, what is your favorite quote of all time? That's always a hard one. Oh, that's hard. You know, it might not be my favorite one of all time, but it probably is the one. I try to live by now that you mention it and it's by Rumi, the Sufi mystic mm-hmm. and it is beyond, beyond right and wrong. There is a field. I'll meet you there. Okay. Meet you there in overalls. Re- yes. <laughs> yeah. Frolicking to dancing queen. Yeah. Next in Santorini. Um, yeah. But no, I, that's, that's probably good, yeah. the one that I try to live by and I don't always get to do it, but that's the one I want to live by. Yeah. No, definitely. That's a solid one. Um, do you have any hidden talents? And if so, what are they? So they're not hidden anymore. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> but I love that you're like accusing me of something. Right? Yeah, you're like I. <laughs> you're like I'm okay. actually a wizard. I got one. Right, I got one. 
Okay. I have the entire script of Titanic memorized. Memorized. Okay. You can pick any line, any anything. I'll know it. Okay. So can we talk so about three Titanic? Three and a half hours. Yeah, we can. Because but watch what you're about to say. Because if you hit me with the he could have fit on that door, I'm gonna beat you. Okay. I'll read you one last. I'll, I'll ask one last question. <laughs> and then we gotta. And then we gotta talk about Titanic. Okay. Well, the the last okay. question that I just came up with uh, last week. Do you think there was enough room for Jack? Shut up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, I hate you. I hate you. Big, Can I explain? Can I explain why? Because the buoyancy and it. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, you explain. No. Because that bitch could have scooted over. Well, I have other things, too. I'm also, like, like watching it as an adult, unless he dicked her down that good, I would have been on that first lifeboat. Sorry, Jackie boy. (laughs) Gotta go. (laughs) You're terrible. You You just met him. (laughs) Bitch, she was 16. You would have done it at 16. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember the age, okay? But yeah. like, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. If he took me down that good, and he oh yeah, I didn't realize she was sixteen because Kate well, was, she was like, supposed to be. Yeah, yeah I was like, she was like thirty-four. <laughs> twenty-one. I'm kidding. I know. Twenty twenty-one. So you know what's the difference? But anyway, yeah. so <laughs> the the whole central point of the of the film is that Jack had to make the ultimate sacrifice of his life. So that Rose could have a new life. That's very true. If he never died, there would be no Titanic. Yeah. In this in the movie, right? Because you remember they show at the end the camera passing through all the things she said she wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And because he died for her and she made a vow to him, she did it. And honestly, if we want to take it there, because I'll take it there, you could say. An English scholar could put forward in a research paper that Jack is a Christ-like figure. He was an yeah. innocent man convicted of a crime who died for us. And we, as Rose, Rose is emblematic of the collective consciousness, is that an innocent man has died for us so we could have a new life. It's very true. But. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're going to hit me with a but. With, you're going to hit me with a but. But without all it. that, if you don't take without that into that. consideration, that bitch could have uh-huh. scooted over. <laughs> bitch. Bitch, it was a fictional tale. I know. Thank God. Although I will say, but, I always point out that my dog's names are Leo and Rose. <laughs> oh, are they? Yeah. Okay, I love it. I was I like, Winslet or Kate would have been a weird name. So I was like, who no, will name her Rose? Leo and Rose is perfect. Jack yeah. and Rose would be funny. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But everybody names their dog Jack. So I was like. But not everybody names the second one Rose. Yeah. So, um, anyway, Titanic. Iconic. I, I want to rewatch it. it. Um, yeah. I loved when they brought it back to theaters. I, t- I got to go see it in theaters. Because I remember growing up, my sisters were like, we saw it in theaters like two or three times. And I was like, uh, I'm an infant. So <laughs> I didn't. I was six. Right. Uh, yeah. See it in 3D? Yeah, I did. Yes. Where they fixed, you know, some of the <laughs> mistakes. But it was, I mean, we came prepared. It was me and a group of friends. We brought blankets peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, snacks, and everything. And we're like, we're here. Like, we've never seen it before. Crying, like, oh, this is so beautiful. This is when I was 19. So beautiful. Um, And now I'm like, 
that's <laughs> barely knew him. <laughs> oh, that self, that 19 year old self. Get back no, into it. No, the 19 year old self. Yeah. 19 year old was right. like, <laughs> love. Uh, beautiful. Right. That's yeah. what I mean. It was just so well done. And oh, wait, let me just tell you this. Speaking of like water and ship sinking, um, Jupiter is going to enter Pisces this spring and throughout 2022 sweetie you're about to have an amazing new year oh okay i was like oh god is this a bad thing am i going down like the titanic <laughs> no i just wanted to set you off for that i wanted to be dramatic i know I could... <laughs> literally my heart sank and i was like well this is it i'm gonna die <laughs> i'm drowning <laughs> this is when i don't make it um you're like no, stay it... away from large bodies of water <laughs> do it no this is going to be a wonderful year for you and i really want you to finish the book and take audacious audacious risks that's what i'm I, well it's uh, quote unquote finished because my goal was to have it finished by my 28th birthday which was march 20th and um now i just i just there's one chapter that i want to beef up a little bit and then i i need to figure out what to do from there <laughs> so, okay. well, good luck beefing it up yeah so it's yeah but i'm at almost 60,000 words so I was like that's not too bad talking about all my childhood trauma (laughs) oh Jesus it was 60,000 words of childhood trauma yeah well I mean and adult trauma too so (laughs) leave it to a Pisces here's my sad story here's my sad story but I'm gonna make you laugh about it let's laugh at sadness okay it's like don't feel bad for me but feel bad for me So that I can get what I want. Okay. Exactly. I literally said I want this to be my Adele moment where I'm like, mm, something bad happened to me, but I want to make some coins. <laughs> no. I, Are I just, you like someone like you? Something bad happened to you? Or oh, I had a lot of <laughs> someone like you moments. Yes. Okay. I'll I, I bet two or three. Yeah. So okay. yeah, especially the one that I was engaged to. And then, the yeah, and then dumped me and then went on a date that night off of Grinder, but we won't get into that. How did you even know that? How did, uh, you even- how did I? Because he literally was like, This is over. Get your shit out the bedroom. Go sleep on the floor in the spare bedroom. I'm going on a date. And I was like, Wow. Okay, I'll just sit here and cry for like two hours and then go buy an air mattress so I don't just sleep on the floor. Oh my God. How old were you then? 24, 25? I was 22, 23. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a tough, that's a tough year for you astrologically, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a tough couple of years. (laughs) Yeah, but and how old were you when you met your now fiance? Uh, my now husband. Um, oh, excuse me. <laughs> Get it right, bitch. Get it okay. Right. <laughs> I actually, funnily enough, I was nineteen when we first met, so we were friends oh. for years. But then we got married when I was twenty-four. He was twenty-four too. Wow. But we started wow. dating officially for the second time when I was twenty-three. Okay, okay. So well, I got out of that bullshit and was like... I want to marry you. Yeah, I'm on the prowl. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, my friends joke because they were like, you were like, fuck men, I hate men. Went through my whole whole phase and then right. I was like, I'm getting married. Because <laughs> you went through the whole phase. And yeah. now when you knew your husband as a friend, did you ever feel any romantic or intimate sexual yearning for him? We only, we tried to date two years 
prior to us actually dating for real for real um and i was just like mm. <laughs> what was year like, was this uh how old were you when you tried it and said no i would have been because it was right after i would have been probably uh 22 or 21 then mm, okay. i'm trying to think back yeah so yeah so then me and my ex-fiance broke up when i had to be 21 or 22 and then after him my now husband we uh, saw each other for like two weeks and then i was like i'm I'm gonna try to not fail college completely and get my life together you go do you and i'll do me we both dated somebody for a year and a half and then got back together at like 23 yeah at 23 yeah wow okay very interesting. I like to know the astrology of things. Okay. Yeah. So that, that um, yeah. Is it a mistake? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> like looking no. at me like 23, that means you're going to die when you're 12. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Short shelf life. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Stay away from large bodies of water. <laughs> water. No, uh, I just, I like to know what people do in this decade. It's really powerful shit. So thank you for sharing that. Oh, of course. Yeah. And there'll be more in my book. <laughs> I'm sure I will be one of your first buyers. Oh, good. Uh, everybody says that. And I'm like, watch nobody buy it. <laughs> I will. I will watch but me, bitch. I will. I wonder I... then because, like, I will say, I feel like the two years age wise hardest of my life was 16 and 27. Mm, mm. If that makes any sense. 27 is Saturn return, nodal opposition. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. That makes, yeah. It was a, a, a awful year last okay. year. Okay. Full of death, COVID, and yeah. bullshit. 27. But it's so weird. Yeah, I literally, I was like, oh, I'm ready for my 28th birthday. Like, I was so ready. Right. But it, it always I have to relate it back to Katy Perry, where she literally has a song about her divorce and she says, I was 27, surviving my return to Saturn. And I was like, yes, me too. <laughs> right. No divorce, though. Relax, you. Right. No, no divorce. Okay. Just. No divorce. Death and <laughs> like sadness. Just surviving. Yeah, yeah, surviving. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Yeah. No divorce. <laughs> he. I'd like to see him try. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, another very important question that I always ask. Sure. Yeah, um back to a serious more topic uh more serious topic mental health what is uh-huh. it that you do to keep your mental health in check i'm very big on talking about mental health breaking the stigma and yeah. showing people that we're all in this together just like high it. school musical says <laughs> okay no i just like that you were like pisces like let me just break this down i don't want yeah. anybody to feel like they're the only one okay? the, yeah exactly <laughs> the whole point of this podcast (laughs) the whole point so uh what do i do to optimize mental health i wake up i fight bitches right away who disagree with me yeah um i get into a lot of road rage um i troll people on the internet who i just want to troll i'm kidding i'm like he has a toxic life (laughs) i was like this is the part where he gets canceled (laughs) right I'm going to find you. No, so I, I take uh, routines actually very seriously because they've also been uh, researched and proven as an effective strategy to optimize emotional, uh, cognitive, and behavioral mm-hmm. health. 
So the way that I think about mental health is what can I do to practice mindfulness, cultivate focus and awareness, uh, and really study what the spiritualists are saying around principles like anger, upset, forgiveness, responsibility, amends, apology, you know, and then I actually have to apply it. Yeah. I think what it comes down to it is like, yeah, my mental health repertoire is a combination of like those practical tools, right? Like take a probiotic, wake up early and meditate for five minutes. Like, yes. hello, it's sometimes not that fucking complicated. Yep. But then it's also a matter of really putting forward and applying what the spiritualists say around inner peace. And for me, an inner peace is a function of a loving perception, loving speech, loving behavior with as many people as you can. And that's really what I try to do. Not all day, every day. Don't get me wrong, because I have a short fucking temper and I will pop the fuck off. Okay. But more often than not, that's how I try to live my life. And I have mental health because very few lanes out of my life are out of alignment with my integrity. That's a great way. Yeah. You know? How when you get passionate and the New York accent comes out. Huh? The fuck off no i will i will i will lose it i don't want to i don't want to but it's That's just ugly. yeah but sometimes i'm like well where's the wrench and where's this bitch's throat because it's about you're about to get clocked but i don't have to do that anymore i'm just I meditate i know <laughs> that's good meditation is great i always tell people meditation is like one of the best things ever Yes. And it's, it's wild, Stephen, that people are so reluctant to agree. Yep. As if it's got to be more complicated. It couldn't possibly be that easy. And we're not asking you to do brain surgery. It's no, just shutting the fuck up and be mindful. (laughs) And the resistance to that should say everything. Yep. We should say everything. It always reminds me of the iconic, um, Alanis Morissette song where she uh, she Gemini. goes <laughs> love her <laughs> my music or a lot of uh, what is Taylor Gemini Smith? bitches Sag okay and Katy Perry's yeah. a Scorpio um, that's right uh, what was I saying about Alanis where she uh, she goes uh, can you handle the silence and she has a pause and she was like what did you think of the bills your ex when you think you're gonna die. I feel like that's America summed up <laughs> because we can't yeah, absolutely we can't just sit there and not think about anything. I love her. Anywho, I, know. I love that you love her. Yes. Yeah. She. Uh, yeah. That. Yeah. Um, recommendations. That's always a fun thing too. So, any music, movies, TV shows, podcasts, or books that you're obsessed with, and you want to share? It doesn't have to be anything new. Um, it could be I just discovered this, or mm-hmm. this has stuck with me throughout the years. Right. You need to. Um, yeah, I think the podcast that I, I love listening to Brene Brown talk. I mean, my God, I could do that every day. She's just so gifted. Uh, I can't. And you know what else I've really gotten into, which is strange, because like even though I work in the spiritual murder. industry, murder <laughs> as a recommendation. You're such an Aries moon. I can't. I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> no, so it's not murder. Although, don't tempt me with a good time. Because, <laughs> Nobody, no crime. (laughs) Don't twist my arm. Right. Okay. But no, it's listening to sound healing. Oh, Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like when I write, I put on a particular YouTube playlist that's like. Me too. And it works, right? Yes. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm feeling it. 
and writing it and like the juices are flowing and then an ad pops up and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> right girl you're interrupting my flow right exactly okay. i don't care about saving 15 percent on car insurance <laughs> <laughs> but maybe i do what is it geico right. who do i have progressive right no yeah. um and then i yeah it's really sound there's something about sound and like when i eat lunch i'll put on like a nice frequency just for calm yeah so yeah that's how I, I go to bed every night. Um, my husband, okay. me, and our dogs. I'm not going to say her name because she go off of my Amazon Echo. Um, oh, always, yeah. Spa music or thunderstorms are a nice one to go to sleep with. Thunderstorms. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's dramatic. I don't know if I could do a thunderstorm. Oh, I love it. I Is mean, dramatic. Pisces death. <laughs> That's like a little much. No, I love it. Yeah, too. I, love it. yeah it's, I love that journey for me. Um, what else? Yes. Any <laughs> any other movies? That's it. No. Oh, that's it. You're like, don't, don't do anything else with your life. <laughs> Other than sound healing and listen to Brene Brown's podcast, you'll be good to go. Yeah. No, that really, those two this year have really been such a blessing for me. Okay. Which is crazy because this yeah. year is, it's almost uh, halfway through. Um, <clears throat> yeah, don't. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. I can't. I always tell people, I'm like, no, my own. <laughs> no more coffin. No more. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I know. It's because we're talking about it. Something got caught in my throat. I'm sorry. No, I'm good. I just don't like when people get sick. Um, or no, ma'am. No, you're not sick, though. We're taking no. it back. Um, awesome. Well, before we go, I do want to give you a chance to plug away any social media projects, websites, sure. anything to let people know. And I'll also link them down below because I know we're all lazy and we're like, cool you just said it but where's the link <laughs> right yeah right uh really it's just follow me on instagram i can do readings for you in this in the summer that's when my books reopen is uh july august or something like that um and that's all that i'm focused on right now but thank you for asking yes awesome and like i said i'll link that down below Please. so everybody can find it um easily because that's where i got instagram i feel like is the I don't know why there's so many other platforms that Twitter confuses me. <laughs> Twitter's too much. TikTok, I'm too old. Like, how old, old are you? TikTok. Bitch, I'm 31. Oh, Grandpa. I mean, um... <laughs> I love it. I love it. I am too old for TikTok. You're, no, you're not. Yes, I'm I 28 am. and I'm on it. You're too old for TikTok. No, it's so funny. It is I'm just kidding. No, I'm so kidding. funny. I'm kidding. I know, I know. In gay years, though, 30 is like... like. Oh. I know, and I don't even have a boyfriend. What am I going to do? Die Just die alone. alone. <laughs> what have you said? Just die alone. Die alone. No, I, I can handle the joke. I love the drama. Well, no, I do Go want get to get cats. on TikTok because... Yeah right. No dogs. I'm allergic. Do I do want to go on. I do want to go on TikTok because I want to start like a Long Island commentary series. Yeah, where I just commentate over like the crazy shit that happens here. I yeah. did that last weekend and it like took off pretty well. So do it on TikTok. I'll I know go, I might. I'll go follow you. Please. <laughs> yeah, because I just want to make fun of what the women wear here and like how ridiculous <laughs> they are. Oh, that would that would be a very successful TikTok. 
I know. I was just sitting in my car and all these characters kept walking past. And I was like, look at this one, Dirty Diane in the leopard print. And then another bitch has a lint roller. And then who's smacking her kid? It was just so funny. I was like, I could sit here and record all day. day. And then some hunky, amazing man is going to see and say, who's this guy? What's he about? And then boom. I'm trying to. Or he could be like, who's this creep recording my wife? And then you get murdered. Right. (laughs) Maybe I like it. And then uh, on my other podcast, Murder Mondays, I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) On this episode, we're going to be talking about the murder of. (laughs) Yeah, this is a cross promotion we never wanted. (laughs) I've brought up murder way too much. I I feel like my therapist, if you're listening to this, there's no concern. No, okay. Yeah, you only just bring it up seven times. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's almost spooky season in my, in our household, so. We're ready. We start celebrating in July. <laughs> wow. Halloween decorations go up in July. <laughs> I love that. I would love that journey for you. I do. Oh, I do. thanks. Well, this has yeah. been amazing. Um, thank you Likewise, so much. So much um, I've had so, so, so much fun. I thank you, and I'll give you some time back into your day. Um, stay thanks. safe and have a fantastic day. Thank you. You oh, too, Sunshine Steven. Okay, cool. Don't hang up, though.